Welcome to episode 24 of the Cadence Beat. This is the podcast about building awesome things with WordPress and, of course, Cadence. Isn't everything that people build with WordPress is awesome, isn't it, Hannah? It is, of course. Well, actually, no, I'm going to have to say no, <laughs> but a lot is, and there's great potential. <laughs> there is so much potential. You know, I especially with what Cadence is doing. It's just so fun to watch people when they've been building with WordPress for a very long time and then they try Cadence blocks and then they see what they can do. I love watching like people, then they'll tag us on social media and stuff and say, this was yeah. the best WordPress building experience I've had in a really long time. Totally. And I'm just here for it. I love that kind of, that it's vibe. So and we've got so much coming, don't we? Yeah, we really do. Yeah, a lot more coming out in the next month than really in the last three combined. So big thing that we always are talking about is Blocks 3.0. When is that coming and what are we doing with that and all of it? So yeah, that's getting really close. I haven't set a date yet because we're still just getting feedback and doing tons and tons and tons of testing. This is fully backward compatible. That's the idea is that you update and nothing changes for you. But now you have a new UI and from a code perspective, we might as well have given you a new plugin. Like it's basically all rewritten from the ground up. So that's that's really exciting because that's going to be big enhancement to just even our development process and our ability to add things in the future, as well as there's like a lot of small and fun things that are in 3.0 that'll just help you do stuff better just from controlling layouts to like little design things easier was, you know, one of the big things we're trying to make the UI a lot easier. So that's exciting and that's moving along really well. And then, yeah, just even this last week, we pushed out a SureCard integration for our Cadence Cloud. That's been something people have been asking about and glad to get that out. We worked with the SureCard team. They're super great over there and came up with a good solution to work with their licensing. So now you can kind of use Cadence Cloud to sell a template library, and then the thing that you're selling it with is SureCart and their licensing system. So that's really cool. There's a little add-on for that. And then, yeah, we've been doing some updates across the board, pushed up an update for ShopKit as well with some bug fixes in there, as well as like just a, a few just better design stuff when you're when you're building in terms of like how we were outputting CSS. So really excited. Yeah, you have been extremely busy this week. And and even just adding Cloudflare's turnstile to the CAPTCHA plugin, I wasn't expecting yeah. that, but, but there it is. And yep. so yeah. much development happening. And I was like, hey, don't bother Ben. We're working on Cadence Free. <laughs> <laughs> but you're busy on all kinds of things. Um, so the, the question is, of course, everybody wants to know, when can I put Blocks 3 on my live site? When will it be ready? Close? Yeah, I mean, very close. I would say, I think when we push out the 3.0.4, that'll be a good one to target for, let me spin up a staging site and throw this on there. If it looks good, put it on my live site. I'm not suggesting you need to do that. No one needs to do that. But if you're like, I want to get in on it. I want it on my live site. That's the path I would take. I'd wait till 3.0.4. I'd spin up a staging site, install it on there, do your cursory check to make sure everything looks right, open up your pages, view the front end, and then you can install it on your live site. We won't be pushing that to your live site as an update until, well, I'm not going to give a version number because I don't know. Like 
we'll see what kind of feedback we get, but we're, we're going to be pushing this to a lot more people starting next week. Like I've got a plan to kind of push it internally to our entire stellar network to make sure that all of our internal teams are testing it even for like other products and things like that. So, but yeah, I've feeling a lot more confident about it as we go that this is really going to come together. So amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you, you're going to start working on the pro plugin and, and that will have some changes as well. And, and I, from what you said before, this is going to really streamline development process. So a lot of the things that we have wanted to add to cadence blocks are now going to be, you're going to be able to add those so much faster just because of the framework that you've sort of established with this. Yeah. So this is kind of part one. Blocks, we've done a lot of work on Blocks Pro in terms of getting that ready for the same internal changes. And then there's like five or six blocks that we're pretty eager to get out and get the work done and get out right after we get this push. So I don't want to give out dates, but I would expect yeah. we're going to see, you know, some quick wins with some blocks, um, some smaller blocks, and then some bigger blocks that are going to be just more cool features coming out within the next couple months and as we move forward yeah there's there's just a lot going to be a lot of development on it and we're you know as we're learning to and the growing team we're getting better at how we do a lot of this stuff and that's helping move things yeah amazing just in the year that i've been with cadence the growth of the team and the expertise that i'm seeing with a lot of the dev team as well as the support team too just that the support team has really grown as well in terms of the the expertise that they have with the product and the service that we can provide to users so it just feels like this year is going to be the year of just some meteoric growth and i am i'm here for it i'm excited hannah you're here for it too aren't you yeah i'm here for it a lot of times i'm like i'm just along for the ride like i'll see things released i'm like i didn't even know that was coming <laughs> But there's a lot happening. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's really awesome. And, and we are so lucky. Hannah and I are so lucky because we're conversing with customers and affiliates mm -hmm. and people who are building businesses based on Cadence Cloud and Cadence Child themes and so much happening. So we really get to see the implementation of, you know, the, the dev happens yeah. with this vision, but then we see people like taking it and it's like they're taking the baton and running and mm -hmm. This is a, a amazing time to get in on Cadence. I am so excited. Yeah. So very, very cool. Yeah. Well, Hannah and I, Ben, we talk sometimes behind your back. Like we have our own little <laughs> mini podcast and <laughs> we have conversations. <laughs> and then we end the conversation. Well, we really need a topic for the podcast. Oh, my gosh. We just talked about some interesting stuff. Why don't we talk about this? Hannah, what did we come up with this week? We started talking <laughs> about some interesting trends in marketing, and we want to bring this, obviously, to people so that they can take some of these concepts and strategize better and, and meet their audiences better. But what are we talking about yeah. today? Yeah, so we're, we're kind of going to be talking about building your personal brand. It kind of started this conversation with Kathy and I the other day talking about how, as an example, like... Coca-Cola, a Coca-Cola commercial isn't going to be as powerful as actually seeing somebody that you trust and respect drink a Coca-Cola. And kind of this power that how marketing has shifted to being this big scale marketing to like actually people are trusting individuals and like what a personal, a, how a powerful personal brand can be and then how you grow that. So yeah, that that's kind of what we're talking about. <laughs> I, yeah. I love it. 
from my wife who's on Instagram following all these mom type things with like I joke with her I'm like this isn't good for you because she's following this one person and she's like we need to eat this and we should be buying these kinds of products <laughs> and then this other person's like never eat that and you need to do this and that and but because she sees the pictures of the kids and the family and the vibe it's yeah. like I want in on that and thus I now have a whole lot of trust for what this random person on Instagram is saying and we have products based on what these yeah. Instagram influencers are telling my wife through their posts. So, yeah, along with that, I, I think actually because I'm a midwife and I think this personal branding thing has really been good for the midwifery community because it's become kind of trendy because these influencers are having home births and people are like, oh, well, they had a home birth. I can have a home birth way more so than if a birth center were to just market themselves. I was like, you should have a home birth. You know what I mean? So I think that's been a huge reason why more people are having home births and anyway, that same kind of Instagram trend. Yeah. Well, it does seem like there's definitely trends with how people want to like live their lives. And it's very aspirational of, I want to have this kind of vibe. I don't want to do the old way. I don't want to do it the way my mother did it. I want to do it the way that is something that's more in line with my own values and values are shifting. And whether that's sort of, you know, influenced by various brands or if that's something that is coming from the vibe of how people are growing up differently or or these social media addiction things, the social yeah. media addiction device, the phones that are with us all the time, things are definitely shifting in how people are making decisions about their life. Hannah, has there ever been a situation where you have purchased something because you have seen something on social media with an influencer? Yeah, there has. I think my biggest purchase I made because an influencer influenced me too was my Away suitcase. If you guys haven't heard of Away, it's incredible. Honestly, it was the best purchase I've ever made. It is the most expensive suitcase you can buy. I mean, it's really outrageous when I think back to the fact that I bought it. But I love it. It's amazing. What are we talking about expensive here? I mean, they're like, I think I paid around 200 for my carry-on bag. But I think they're quite a bit more than that now. Wow. But it's awesome. And I'll never check a bag again because my carry-on does everything I needed to do. And anyway, but yeah, an influencer told me I should. And I was like, they travel and I travel and this will make traveling easier and better. And yeah, I don't regret it. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool looking suitcase. <laughs> and a lot more than it the $40 one I just recently got. <laughs> My boyfriend was like, I bought the same exact suitcase on Amazon Basics for 50 bucks. <laughs> I was like, it's not the same. <laughs> but you talk to anyone who has an away bag and they will agree with me. So if you're listening and you have an away bag, comment that you agree with me. <laughs> they are gorgeous. I remember years ago looking at them and then the pandemic hit and like, where am I going? So yeah, but... I think I mine is fifty dollars from Costco. <laughs> Costco suitcase, yeah. nothing. And I'm sure it works great. Yeah, but it's not as stylish, and you know, I don't look as good as in the airport as you do <laughs> with your away bag. Oh my gosh, that's cool. That's so silly. Ben, what about you? Have you bought something because an influencer? Put it in front of you? Yeah, I've fallen trapped to many Instagram ads. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Tony Hawk promoted Jot Coffee. So I was like, well, that's sweet. I'm going to get on that. And it was nice. Jot Coffee is like this super concentrated cold coffee that you can make cold brew with very easily. And I think it's definitely been more powerful to show me products that I don't know than products that I do. Where I'm like, oh, that's cool. And they have somebody that I happen to know. I remember when he first landed the 900. There's that part of it that's just makes it okay i'll check this out but i definitely have purchased even in the wordpress space or in the design space i've purchased ebooks and design packs from different people that i just happen to follow or happen to follow somebody that follows them on twitter and instagram where you know i happen to see their thing oh that new thing and this person i like is following them so i jumped on board with that it's it's effective it's very effective it is. Well, it's trust-based marketing, isn't it? It's like this person that, that I trust, this person that I has done all of these cool things or has this kind of even an affiliation. I think a lot of people trust us because of our affiliation with Cadence and what we've done and, and, and whatnot. But once you trust someone, once they say, oh, you should try this, Spin Up WP was um, a hosting provider and it's kind of dev-oriented. And I was complaining about something where I was hosting my site before and someone said, try spin up. I think you'll really like it. And I tried it and I was like, okay, well I have to keep my Linux server updated, but oh, well, I'll just add it to the things I have to do. But I really love the platform and I tried it because someone mm -hmm. in the community, someone in the WordPress community recommended it to me, but it was kind of like this one. It wasn't something I watched on YouTube. It wasn't something I was scrolling on Instagram. It was sort of this one-to-one, -one, some friend of mine that I knew recommended it and that was that trust relationship and i think that type of relationship has been around forever you know if there's a problem with your pipes in your house anyone know a good plumber and they're asking on next door or you're asking your neighbors if mm -hmm. there's a plumber around so so that trust-based marketing is something that is has been so important um my only real example of an influencer getting me is I, I ended up buying Celestial Seasonings Bengal Spice Tea. I've never had it before. Bought it, threw it in my cart on Amazon and bought it because I saw somebody raving about it in a YouTube video that I just had on in the background. I'm like, that sounds nice. And then I don't really like it. It's like, okay. but I just had that like two nights ago and I was like, I don't really like this. Yeah, my wife has some of that in her house. And we were out of chamomile, which is like the only tea I drink. Uh, yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, I guess I'll try this." And yeah, it was, it was. Eh, I don't know. I'm not a big tea drinker, so people that are, I'm sure that you will love it. But yeah, well, this person was raving about it. It was their favorite tea, and I like. Um, there's a tea called Good Earth, Good Earth tea that one of my old neighbors hooked me on like years ago, and that's like my go-to if I'm ever going to have tea. That are like detox tea, like <laughs> do all the medicinal stuff, but. Uh... <laughs> because I always need a detox. But yeah, it's just like this weird thing. Somebody just mentioned it. And I, and then later I was just like, oh my gosh, I would have never bought this if that person wasn't just, and they weren't didn't have a brand deal. It wasn't, it was just something in a video and mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I bought it. So I, I started thinking about that. But a lot of our audiences or smaller shops, those types of things, how can someone who maybe has a small WooCommerce shop or maybe they're drop shipping or something like that, and they are, are selling 
a product and they don't have a huge audience, they don't have a huge network, where do they start with this kind of trust-based marketing? Well, I've experienced with this just even recently. My brother and I run a freeze-dried food company called Pinnacle Foods, and we sent food to tons of backpacking YouTubers and hunters and all, you know, anyone who's doing outdoor stuff, we just like would send them food to see if they would try it. Just, hey, here's some food. And a few of them have come back and been like, hey, I really like this food. Can I get more of it? And then end up mentioning us in their YouTube videos. And so Dan Becker, a YouTuber for backpacking, just recently posted a video where he mentions Pinnacle Foods and that brought us sales because people were like, oh, well, if Dan likes this food, then check it out. And I think that is a huge win if you're selling a product, especially if you don't have the money to do a whole bunch of advertising on your own, just like take your product and send it kind of no strings attached mm -hmm. to people. If you're interested in having a conversation, you know, we'd love to hook you up with more food that opens up a lot of doors. People will rarely say no to a free product. They will say no to an email or they just won't respond mm -hmm. to an email that's like, Hey, are you interested in trying our product? Which you need to be like, hey, can I get your address? I want to send you this product. We're Pinnacle yeah. Foods. And even then you got a lot of like no responses, but that's like pushing it out there. Pinnacle Foods was in Backpacker Magazine because my brother went in and found all the actual authors of the posts on Backpacker Magazine and then found their social media contacts and then contacted them being like, hey, would you be interested in trying our food? Got some of them to try it. And then we ended up in Backpacker Magazine because that person ended up trying the food, liked it, and then decided to write about it later. So you definitely want to go on a hunt for who is possibly influencing my customer base nice. and let me get yeah. the product into their hands. Nice. That is a perfect mm. example. That's exciting too. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. That's super exciting. Wow. That's really cool. And I know someone in the liquid web world on our Slack had recently just tried Pinnacle Foods and it's like, don't fail me now, Ben <laughs> And then the next post was like, whoa, that was really great. So I don't know if he bought it or if he sent it to him, but I noticed it and I was like, you know, I'm like not on a mountaintop. I'm in Texas. So like, I'm don't rub it in type of thing. <laughs> don't rub it in that I can't hike. But yeah, so now I'm like, now I really want to try Pinnacle Foods because this person at Liquid Web just in our Slack. So that's, again, someone that I trust, someone that I know is a foodie is saying, hey, Pinnacle is great. And so now I want to try it. I need a recommendation. Yeah. You don't have to eat on top of a mountain. It tastes really good in your kitchen, really? too. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like cooking tonight. Pour some hot water in and wait 15 minutes. It's It's honestly so good. I know that I'm biased, but also... It's amazing. I've eaten a lot of garbage backpacking food and this yeah. stuff is so good. That's yeah. the end of my plug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All appreciated. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So just to identify who is influencing your customers, you have to really know who your target market mm -hmm. is. You can't just yeah. like, yeah. okay, um, who's the biggest YouTuber? I'm going to send them my product because you're going to be lost in a sea of everybody else who's doing a Hail Mary type of marketing pitch, right? Mm -hmm. You have yeah. to really know who your audience is and target that before you start trying to Hail Mary your way to a massive thing. Not to say that those things can't happen. I've seen tons of people who try to jump on a bandwagon of a huge thing like Mr. Beast. And there's been like little people who like they do small things that mention Mr. Beast on YouTube. And all of a sudden 
you start seeing their views on YouTube start going crazy. But that definitely seems like a don't bank your whole business on that type of thing. Really much more targeted understanding who your audience is and building from there is going to have much higher percentage of success. So if somebody was... I know we have a lot of freelancers and people who are building sites for other people. If you were trying to build your freelance business into an agency and you want to really grow the number of sites that you're building, how could someone like that do trust-based marketing? So I'm thinking about this, like I feel like a lot of the freelance agency stuff is still a lot of word of mouth. And so it's like funny, it's like you want to target the customer, but you also want to target the person that the customer like trusts who they're going to go say, Hey, who did you get to do? Or who should I go hire for Hmm. a website? So if you can like create material on design, because design is, especially in that space, it's what's exciting. No one's caring about the code up front. They want it to be good, but a dev influencer isn't going to be that great for you. Whereas if you can target someone who's doing a lot of stuff in design and whether it's an influencer or whether you can create material on it to influence those people that are involved in design. To me, that's the path because then it gets exciting. And then when somebody's like, Hey, who do you recommend to do a website? They're like, Oh, well, this guy does really cool designs because that's what moves the needle Mm -hmm. in terms of who's, you know, picking out like person, an agency or a web developer. It's like, what, what is their design? And so if you can create material on it, or you can find influencers that you can partner with that are doing design where you're like, hey, you have amazing designs. I can offer this part of it. I can do marketing stuff for you, or I can do a lot of grunt work for you where you design stuff and I'll turn it into templates. Like you figure out those ways to help that influencer by giving them essentially access to something for free, then mm-hmm. the return is gonna come back. Like, hey, you should use this person. That would be who I would target is designers. And trying to get that out there, even if you're like doing free designs for like nonprofits or something like that, where you can promote it that way. Like if you're mm-hmm. just trying to get that to me is where you get the excitement and the the energy to go with you. Yeah. I, I think also, too, it's hard for people, I think, to kind of toot their own horn and say, hey, I did a really great job. And here's what I, I'm excited about what I did on this particular project and talk about it, maybe doing a quick YouTube video of here was the site before and here's what I did with it and, and doing some case studies and talking about the part of the project that's exciting to you, because that's kind of that's the kind of stuff that you can't really bottle. Like if you're really excited because you developed a design library that you're using across all of your clients and it makes it so much easier for you to develop new sites and that's exciting to you, talk about it and talk about what's exciting. You know, I was just talking to an agency owner and this person is all in on cadence, obviously. (laughs) They're talking to me. We're talking cadence. The whole conversation is excitement around cadence and what's coming. And we're kind of strategizing about this person's business. And this person said, I get criticized for talking about cadence too much. Do you think I should like start talking about other stuff just because I'm like, Go where your excitement is, you know? You're always going to have haters. You're always going to have critics. And sometimes the critics are, the worst critic is in your own head and it's the story you're telling yourself. There's always going to be critics. Do it anyway and follow where that excitement is. So I was just like, you know, 
obviously I would love for you to talk more about cadence, but you have to follow your own excitement. So if you're excited about another product, mm -hmm. go with that. Or if you're excited with only like one facet of what cadence does talk about that, but your own mm -hmm. heart and your own inspiration is going to lead you to really differentiate, differentiate, differentiate yourself. Why can't I talk? <laughs> differentiate yourself from your competition because that's where I, I kind of feel like your inspiration is leading you towards something that you can't even imagine yet. So I would put that advice forward that no matter what you're doing, no matter what business you're building or whatever you're trying to do, wherever your inspiration and excitement, just that that's leading you towards this path of success. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I'll just add to you that TikTok is huge right now. <laughs> so if you're passionate about something, make a TikTok about it and post it. And it's amazing how far that can take you. It's I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just like it is what it is right now. Yeah, it's really interesting, though, as a marketing vehicle, because mm -hmm. what do people do? They just sit there and it's like, okay, I'm tired. I don't, I just, just let me like flip through funny pictures of dogs and the For You page mm -hmm. and just let it entertain you with whatever it the algorithm thinks is exciting to you. From a brand perspective, it's it's a challenge, I think, to really like establish your brand there because you, it's all about that experience, right? But if once they see you, it's like, oh, that one person who I'll, I, I have these TikTok memories of things that I've seen where this guy says something rude to his wife and then he starts walking away in slow motion and she throws something at him. He, that's all that's his shtick that's all he does there's another person who dances and has drones flying around them and they have like this thing i can't tell you who these people are <laughs> don't know their names don't know anything about them but i know the shtick that they're doing right and so it, you have to like niche into like what's your thing like what's your message well how are people going to remember you and i find that to be like an interesting challenge I'm going to start playing. The reason why we're vertical on this video is because I'm going to start playing with this vertical content. So watch for Ben and Hannah and me on, on TikTok. Oh we'll see what I can do. I'm almost afraid, but we're going to try. Yeah, I am afraid. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, marketing is about experimentation and it's about following an inspiration and, and just trying. Staying true to your values, but also just trying something new and Sometimes it's not going to work and that's okay. Try something else mm -hmm. and yeah. then find out what really worked about the thing that was successful and try to tweak it and do something different. Because if you keep doing the same exact thing all the time, it gets stale. People are always looking for something new and something innovative. Like yeah. if you stayed with Cadence Blocks 2 and that methodology for the rest of forever, it eventually other people would innovate. And so with product, you have to innovate, but with your marketing and your brand voice, you have to innovate as well. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw out a, a win for like Instagram reels or TikTok or whatever is like how to's can be yeah. an easy way for a company. Like if you're like, I have no idea how to have personality on here. If you can start with just like some quick how to's that are like really, really helpful, you're giving away your trade secrets for lack of a better term. You know, you're giving it all away in quick videos. People will definitely like gravitate toward that as being those are the ones that I bookmark. Those are the things that I'm like, oh, I want to view this again. I want to see what they're about or things like that. So it might be an easy win for people that are like, whether it's a product that you're selling or 
you're doing something with design or web development or something like that, just like some quick tips to be like, hey, this is something you can do. And then showing that off on a reel can be successful. Super good advice. Yeah. Especially in our space or in the web development space, a how-to is is pretty much, I mean, what are you going to do? Like dancing and web development? <laughs> Yeah. So really, then I'll do it. Yeah. No, I won't. I dance for my kids and my wife. That's about it. <laughs> oh no, I have a visual in my head. <laughs> oh, too funny. Oh, that's cool. Um, and in terms of like developing your your brand voice, like how would you advise someone in terms of how do you establish that kind of voice? To me, it's like, figure out what's genuine to you. Don't try to be mm-hmm. something you can't like, really try to figure out what's genuine to you. And a lot of times that's, that's hard to do. Like, that's the trick. But I think it's worth exploring that. Yeah, I agree. Genuine authenticity, vulnerability, I think is another thing where people are, mm-hmm. are I think a lot of times, we t- Hannah and I were talking about this the other day, that I think a lot of times with this transition into sort of these environments where we are not as social and not going out as much and, and looking at our phones much more, that natural desire to connect with other humans mm-hmm. and to have a real vulnerable human experience with other people is something that people are craving. So if you can provide that to someone in a very genuine way, I think that that really can help establish that brand because it's memorable. And it's a thing that I think, especially with like AI generated content kind of coming into the foray, Mm -hmm. that's the barrier to entry for genuine vulnerable content is harder. So if you could do it, it's a huge win. Yeah. Yeah. Cadence Blocks 3 coming really soon to dashboards. If you want to play with it, when 3.0.4, and we'll announce this on social media that you can get this on the beta page and provide a link for it. If you want to set up a staging server, it's it's time to really see how your site's going to fly with it. Um, anything else that people should watch for with Blocks 3? Obviously, we want your feedback. So let us know what you think of the UI and things like that. We made a lot of changes. We like a lot of the changes we made, but like we're continually going to be innovating. So don't think that this is like set in stone for our future. Like we're going to be innovating more and more and more. So there'll be a lot more coming. Super exciting. Well, thanks guys. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for watching, subscribing, for liking this video, for commenting. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on your podcatching app, We will be back with you in a couple of weeks with the next episode. Thanks for watching. Bye.